Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is March 7th, 2023. We have quarterback news, quarterback deals, breaking left and right. Silas has found a decent internet source. We are going to draft the absolute best ever big board team that's ever been drafted on March 7th, 2023. And none of you are going to be able to tell me otherwise. So we're going to get into it. Let's go. All right, Silas, I have made some big promises. I have told the masses that we are going to draft the best big board team that has ever been drafted. Do you think that we can actually do that? I I do. I do. With the amount of money the two of us have won, I think uh, it's going to be pretty easy. I mean, I've won at least $5 (laughs) at minimum, right? I mean, that's... If if our chief stack in the gauntlet two uh, actually advanced out of round one, I think we would have won. We would have combined and won first, and then my other team would have won second. So it would have been fine. Yeah. So I mean, that's all. That's all we need. So we're actually already in the draft. If you want to draft with us, we are waiting for two. I wouldn't jump in with this draft if I were you guys, because like I said, we are going to draft the best team ever, which means that your advance rate on this particular draft is going to be limited. Just I'm just putting that out there. I guarantee that this team will advance. Or Eric Bime 4 will never stream again. That is the guarantee that we have on this show. Uh, oh, so that means he's given us the keys of the kingdom? That's right. I have, I have made a deal, and uh, I will take it. And, of course, I am. we are drafting in the back end of the draft again because it is impossible for me to get any of the one, two, or three picks. We, we don't in, want them anyway. They're all going to get hurt. And, you know, everybody's glamoring about these beautiful wide receivers. And, you know, we're just going to sleep and, and grab a JT share again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna absolutely crush it in the back end of this draft. As we're getting ready to start it from the nine spot, do you have any thoughts on some of the news that broke today? We have Lamar getting franchise tagged. We have Daniel Jones getting paid. A decent amount of money for being Daniel Jones. We have some franchise tags that have been laid out. Anything that sticks out? Uh, the Daniel Jones contract definitely sticks out. Um, the fact that they were able to franchise or they were able to sign the contract and then franchise Saquon. They're basically bringing the boys back together. Um, they mm-hmm. should upgrade the offense with some wide receivers. Um, and you would expect Dave Ball to kind of move that forward. So I, I'm very excited for the Giants this season. Um, the, the Lamar news was definitely interesting. I thought they were going to exclusive um, 
franchise tag him instead of non-exclusive, mm-hmm. which guarantees him less money, which is kind of interesting. Um, I think they're just fed up with negotiating with him, letting him kind That's of sign a contract like. and, yeah. and then kind of see where it goes from there. Uh, I was hopeful that Atlanta would swoop in. It sounds like that's not going to happen, but who knows? That could just be smoke. Yeah. All right. So I've already failed as a streamer, and I didn't put the board up for this first round, but um, everyone is going to deal with it because that's the way we're going to do it right now. So we kind of see this draft is flying through. We saw the normal three go. We saw Travis Kelsey followed by Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill. Jonathan Taylor goes at the 107. So we're going to be looking at like Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown, Devontae Adams. Um, we could go Eckler. I'm very scared of Eckler. Diggs I, goes. I'm very scared of Eckler. Where are you leaning right now? We see Devontae Adams. For me, it's AJ Brown. Um, I actually kind of found to think I lean CD, even though they seem like they want to run the football. Like I think CD is just one of those elite talent that could move up into that next tier. Okay. Um, I'm going to overrule you on this one and I'm going to take AJ Brown. I, I understand the CD thing. I just think that like, they're so close to me. Um, AJ Brown, CD lamb and you know, AJ Brown, I think is not getting like a dip based on like how he played towards the end of the season with Devonta Smith actually being a little bit better most of the time. But yeah. for me, it's just such an explosive offense when I think AJ Brown and I think CD lamb, like being super close to each other, I'm just like breaking that tie with AJ Brown being on the Eagles and his target share is still going to be through the roof. So, and also there's a small minuscule chance, not in this room, of course, that CD could have fallen back down to us does not happen, which is okay. Yeah, I, the only thing I, I lean towards CD is you're going to get a little bit more of a consistent floor, and I actually think his ceiling is a little bit higher than A.J. Brown's. On a one-game sample, like if you're in the finals, A.J. Brown definitely has that higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, but like season overall, I, I don't think A.J. can be the wide receiver one where I think CD actually could. All right, so we are on the clock. We have 20 seconds. We see Saquon, Mahomes, Waddle. We could do a Hurt stack. Have you done any AJ Brown Hurt stacks yet? I haven't. Uh, I'd be okay with Hurts. Uh, I'm I'm actually looking at Garrett Wilson here. I so the funny thing is, I have been grabbing so much Garrett Wilson in the second round. He's like kind of my second round guy. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in seeing how we build a team around Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown stack. It's not like it's going to be a unique stack by any chance, by any means. I think the AJ Brown drafter is taking the Jalen Hurts um, at a high clip, yeah. which still I think is fine. Uh, let me throw the board up here so that people can see what's going on. Uh, if you guys can't see that screen, please let me know. And I mean, it was a winning it. stack last year, so you know people are just going to naturally gravitate towards it. Um, but both both of them are studs, like. Jalen Hurts stays healthy. He's going to be in the top three for quarterback scoring, if not QB1. A.J. Brown will probably be a mid-tier wide receiver one. And to go to the Garrett Wilson point, I've been grabbing Garrett Wilson a lot because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be his quarterback. I've thought that all offseason, and I thought there was such a discount on Rodgers relative to the position right now. Um, Last year, that spot where he's going wouldn't be a discount, but because – you psychos are drafting Trevor Lawrence in like the fourth round. Hey, 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 hey. It, <laughs> <laughs> it just allows that. I mean, because you're you have to draft with what's given to you for the most part. And 
I did not expect quarterbacks to get pushed up as much as they did. So when you can get that, it's the only time we're going to have the sample on Aaron Rodgers, how the Jets front office is flying out right now to meet with him in California, I think. And if yeah. you're fl- if you're boarding a private plane to go meet with somebody in California, you're getting a deal done is just the yeah. way I look at it. Like you're not going out there, you know, to sit in a dark room with Aaron Rodgers and slap ass like you're going out there to get him on that team so that Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore and let's face it. They're gonna they're gonna allow Rodgers to kind of like let loose a little bit over there, even yeah. though the defense is good. I do like that. Um, I yeah, do like I, that. I think they're flying out there to see what assurances they can get from him. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they're gonna have to give up some assets. I think they want him around for like two, three years. Um, exactly. Trying to, trying to just get him to give to give him the okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think he does end up a jet. Um, last I heard, the rate the Raiders are interested, but they came out and said that they weren't really interested. Um, he's kind of running out of places of where to go. Um, I think the pack are ready to move the, give the keys to, to Jordan love, like they did to Aaron Rodgers way back when, um, it's just kind of funny that, uh, Rogers is literally side by side comparison to the Favre uh, career trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's going exactly. Um, we just see Nick Chubb go right before we are up. I was hoping to get Nick Chubb. What are you looking at at this spot? You have 20 seconds. To- I like Amari Cooper. I'm not really interested in Ramondre or Tony Pollard. Can you scroll down a little bit? Yeah. Uh, I've been gravitating towards a lot of Mike Williams. Um, the Calvin Ridley in- stuff is interesting, um, but this is like this is the hard part. Uh, Let, let's grab – you like Watson, you said? Yeah, if you can get down there. Yeah, let's, let's grab uh, Cooper for this pick, and we'll see what comes back around to us. The Cooper thing is interesting. I have some thoughts on this Cooper thing, and it's not on Cooper. It's actually on the Browns at whole where there was like a report where it was worded very specifically that the Browns are open to trading Nick Chubb. And Mm. it's like, yeah, of course they are because you should be open to trading anybody. And it's like such a way for people to be able to be like, when he doesn't get traded, be like, Oh, well, I just said they were open to it. I didn't say they were going to trade. Like, it's such a cop out, like, tweet or like report. Um, Yeah. The the point I want to make on that is if they are open to trading him, if they do trade him, it's because they want to change the way this offense plays the game, right? And they want to cater it a little more to Deshaun Watson. Um, If he has anything left in the tank, didn't really look like it last year. But that's what I would say is that they'd be looking to make this a more passing friendly team going forward as opposed to relying all right so we still see deandre hopkins mike williams on the board christian watson Uh, i'm just going to look at receiver here yeah i'm between williams and watson Um, what what is it that you like about williams this year so williams is going to be the full wide receiver one because there's chances that they cut keenan allen um Mm -hmm. as long as he stays healthy they're you know they look they like him in that michael thomas like role um they use him down the field Kind of provides those spike weeks. Yeah, and I don't really like to say the quote-unquote as long as he stays healthy thing, but it is very much a thing with Mike Williams. Absolutely. Uh, because it's what we deal with every year, right? Like, it's yep. just it's just real, real bad. Can I can I go back to the Cleveland point? Uh, yes. Stefanski definitely wants to open up the playbook and open up the offense. Um, you saw that towards the end of the year. I think they were throwing the football like 40 times a game, mm-hmm. even though Deshaun Watson looked like crap. Um, I think they were hoping that, you know, just letting him throw the football will knock off the rust of not playing for two years. Um, and they're like, they're going to be a pass heavy offense. The 
I mean, he's what, 27, 28? Like he's young. Yeah. Apparently. So he, he's going to be around for a while. They have to build through him. They gave the man yeah. stupid amounts of money. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're definitely going to throw a crap ton. Yeah. They have to build through him. They are not in a position to win this season or next season. So Nick Chubb is probably one of your most valuable assets. And if you are a team that feels like you're running back away, problem is what are you going to get for them? Right. Like at the end of the day, we're seeing that these teams are willing to do like a short term thing where they're giving up money on a franchise tag. We see that with Josh Jacobs. We see that with Saquon Barkley. But are they interested in trading assets for the position? And I think that position is just limited. I think teams are catching on. We've been saying it for six, seven, eight years. Why would you ever draft a running back in the first round? Like Bijan's probably going to go in the first round, obviously, but even that it's like, okay, like you're still drafting a position in the first round that you can generally fill out without that guy. I understand that he's a generational talent, quote unquote, but. But even then, I mean, it's going to, he's going to go to a team that's using him as a luxury pick, right? Like he's being projected to the Eagles who have multiple first round picks who literally were just at the Super Bowl. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, it does make sense for a team like that, I suppose, but. We are back on the clock in a second. There are a couple of guys that I do like here um, that are available. So I'm big on DeAndre Swift here in the fifth round. I don't know what your thoughts are. I like Swift. Um, I also like Jameer Gibbs. That's the other um, guy I like. And then I'm I'm going down the road again. Like, bring me pain. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know who I want. You want you want some KP. Cow- some Got KP. It. Yeah. Let's um, but yes, Swift Swift I think is definitely uh underrated and undervalued right now. Um he was healthy towards the end of the year. They used him a crap ton. Should see his role expand even though they plan on bringing back Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. Um and then you're you're trying to kind of unlock the same DeAndre Swift like role with Jameer Gibbs. Like I don't think anyone's making him a three down back. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, like they're 1A, 1B kind of for me in that particular spot of the draft. And I don't even hate Aaron Rodgers. I mean, sorry, we've been talking so much about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones as well. I think they're going to rely on him heavily this season based on what that offense is going to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk more about this tight end. So, oh, Dobbins is the other guy I like around here. So J.M. Sun takes him right at the end of the fifth. I like Dobbins a lot this year. I just think he flashed a little bit towards the end of the year he's going to be the second year off of that injury which is when they usually come back and uh play a lot better we saw it with like saquon and stuff like that so yeah dobbins is definitely talented i'm i'm mostly afraid of just what that team is going to look like like there's definitely a lot of uncertainty so it feels a little uh his price seems a little inflated for me um i actually really like damian pierce similar situation yeah i mean that that could be sort of the same idea as well so we see Kyle Pitts get taken from us right there. I was going to allow it, but that is going to take the, the Philly double stack. With I was, I was going to ask you, do you want to go Dallas Goddard here? Yeah. And not that I'm like chopping to draft tight ends ever like this early, but when we have Hertz, we can go with this double. I don't hate having the double with Hertz and Goddard. I mean, there are three targets on that Philly offense. Like, and that's pretty much it. Yep. You're getting, you're getting, we'll say like, I'm I'm simplifying this, but we have 66% of the target share. It's probably more like 55% or something like that. But amongst the three guys, we know that it's going 
to AJ Brown. It's going to Dallas Goddard. It's going to Devonta Smith. So I like having this offense. Let's throw the draft board back up here for everybody. Only other guy that could have been, or I was hoping that both Pitts and Goddard were there so we could debate the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I am interested in Deontay Johnson this year. Mike Evans is interesting. I like Hollywood Brown again. Um, and then you kind of get into those, the, the rookie first round wide receivers of Addison, Quentin Johnson, um, all in that similar set. Yes. So those are other guys that were in consideration at that pick. But Goddard, you're getting the elite guy that can be a top three, could potentially go up to, you know, could potentially be the tight end one if you see a Kelsey drop off this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of makes sense, even though primarily I'm, I'm waiting on tight end in, in this contest. I do like this point from Sacrilegious. <clears throat> um, he says that Gibbs can't end up in a better situation than Swift because there aren't any better offensive lines than the Lions. It's always Swift over Gibbs for me. And I, I like that reasoning for the most part. It's still we're talking about pass catching back. So offensive line obviously does matter, but when you're looking at guys for quick dump off swings, like the offensive line still matters, but we're not looking at him from a three down back stance where like, if I was looking at it from a three down back stance, that would weigh a smidge more than it does for me. But I totally understand the concept and I like the point. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's kind of like what I said, you're, you're literally hoping for, the upside of DeAndre Swift with Gibbs. And at least we know Swift is a, a known commodity. So you're kind of paying for the shiny new toy. What the heck is it? Mm-hmm. Um, so we are coming up. I'm saying um a lot. I don't know why I'm doing that. It's not something I normally do. Uh, there we go again. Did it again. We are on the clock. We see Joe Mixon, Pacheco, Algier. Wide receivers, we see Dotson, Sutton, Tony, Flowers. Tony, Tony, Tony interests me. Dotson interests me. Um, I also really like Flowers this year. I do as well. I like Dotson. I like, let's go with Tony. I think he is the most upside of these wide receivers. There is another guy that I would have considered taking for reasons. I just want to see if he kind of falls to us before I bring his name up. I don't think he will. Put him in the chat for who I think it is. You can agree with me or disagree with me. No. It is not him. Okay. But I do like that one because okay. we, we are going to see his his backfield mate not be there as a little tease to what we're talking about. So Cortland Sutton goes after us. Have you read more about these rumors? Have you seen that Cortland Sutton is secretly, um, super secretly being shopped right now for Denver? Um, and, and it doesn't really surprise me. Um, cause there've been talks of, uh, him and Judy being shopped. I mean, they traded a crap ton of capital for Russ Wilson. So I think they're just trying to rebuild out the team. Like they, they gotta do something. Yeah. It's just like, it's the, the ability to get a wide receiver right now is so scarce that it's like, why are you getting rid of Sutton? Who is, I mean, he's not, he hasn't been elite level. Um, I want to take Joe Mixon here in the eighth round. Really, I want nothing to do with Joe Mixon. I don't think he plays a single snap this year. Why do you think he doesn't play this year? Uh, didn't he just like pull a gun on a child? Oh, is that what happened? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, I missed that. News, <laughs> uh, I would be really interested in Rashad White or James Conner. All right, let's find White and uh, James Conner. How? I'd rather James Conner pull a gun on anybody than 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 take James Conner. What are you talking about, James Conner? <laughs> I mean, 
when he's healthy, he is one of the most best running. He's one of the best running backs for fantasy purposes. He's involved. He's on the on the field for close to 100% of snaps. Involved in the passing game. He's going to be next year. He's just made a glass. Like that is the concern. Yeah, he is made of glass. He's 137 years old. I don't care. That He's offense. Gonna... I know he... they're revamping the offense. It's going to be – I'm trying to stay clear of Cardinals, like, mostly this year. Maybe Hollywood, but – Oh, see, yeah. I, I'm the opposite. Uh, I don't expect Kyler to miss much time, um, and I fully expect them to find a way to make that line better so the offense is more uh, effective. Kyle, it doesn't matter if he doesn't miss as much time. It's going to be like a five, six, seven week thing. He's not going to be the same player this year. He might be next year, but this coming year, Kyler is not going to be Kyler. And it's going to, you're not going to see what that offense can be. I don't care who's running it until 2024. So I'm being very cautious about what I do with Arizona Cardinals right now. You can draw your foot in the sand. I'm taking the screaming value of Kyler Murray in so many of these drafts. He well, he's not going to run. And if they do trade DeAndre Hopkins, he only has Hollywood and like Trey McBride. I, I just i I don't do think you get it with Greg Dorch. All right, oh my God, we're we're not doing this Dorch thing again. <laughs> Greg Dorch was good. He was fine. Rondale sucks. He was Greg Dorch is good. He was good for uh, DFS because he just was always cheap and it always helped. All right. We are on the clock again. We see Brian Robertson. I really like Darnell Mooney in this spot. Do you like Jalen Hyatt at all? I'm I'm afraid of Hyatt. I think he's just going to be a burner. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to use him all over the field. So, Uh, what are your thoughts on Mooney? I I like Mooney. Um, It's kind of going down the same path. Juju's interesting. Well, Juju's interesting because of the uncertainty. Yes. Although he, I don't think he looked great last year, and he especially didn't look great after the injury. He actually looked good in the Super Bowl in the second half. There were there were points where Juju looked good. He didn't look great throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think they they just they he has to get in a rhythm. Like you have to give Juju targets, right, for him to like actively be involved in the game. And Casey really wanted to push the ball downfield, and Juju's not used down the field, so they just didn't use him in the right way. But I felt like they used that for a lot of their receivers. Like they didn't use them in the ways we expected them to use them. Yeah, I have uh, Numi in the chat saying that the lack of chat involvement is tough. Um, when the chat actually says something that is of note, I will allow it to be put on stream. But when your points suck, you do not get allowed a free a free plug on our show. Can can you put a a, a can you bring up Kobe Short's message um, that Kamara and Mixon both are criminal values because they are both criminals? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly right. And when we're getting comments like that, then I just I can't involve you guys. You guys have to come with the fire in order for me to involve you. Can you show me who's uh, at quarterback? I don't know if we need to grab another quarterback. We have hurts. Yeah, that's that's true. Running back. We see Brian Robinson, who I like. Robinson's uh, good. I like Demont because I think he's going to be involved somewhere. Um, God, you just you like all the fat people. Oh my God, Silas D- is such D- a fucking chubby like, chaser. D- I'm not a chubby chaser, man. I just uh, they're they're going to get touches. Demont's a free agent. He's not going to be in Chicago anymore. Uh, we don't know that for sure, and I think Demont is like the perfect. We've talked about this. I'm going to grab Brian Robinson. 
because I'm overruling you trying to grab all the people that are overweight on this stream. But I think he is the perfect candidate. I think so. The Chargers are going to bring somebody in mm -hmm. to play alongside Eckler and gobble up all the goal line stuff. That's why I'm really scared of Eckler this year. And I think Montgomery or Damian Harris are kind of the perfect fits for that. So, yeah. I, he fits in pretty much every offense, right? Like, Dave Montgomery's not sexy by any means, but he's going to run through the tackles relatively efficiently, and he's going to make his way to fall forward. Like, he's essentially Zeke before the cliff. I think he's going to be Zeke closer to the cliff than before the cliff this year. Ooh, I do is. think – I think he's more – and it, and it was a great season, don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be like a, a watered-down Jamal Williams this year, wherever he goes, yeah. where he gets touchdowns. seven or eight touchdowns, which is fine. But we're talking about ninth round. We're not talking about 17th round, like where you got an extreme value. Um, Sacrilege Religious is saying that DeMont landing spots that raises ADP, Miami, Denver, Chargers, Atlanta. Definitely, uh, yeah. I don't think Atlanta. I think they're going to try to see what they have with Algier this season. CPAT's still under contract, too. So CPAT's 39 years old. <laughs> He's still involved in the offense. He was last year, but you could see that they were trying to sort of go Algier the last three or four games that they played. I think you're going to see uh, uh, in the beginning of the year, they could always go back to him, but I think that they're going to give Algier a, a fair shake uh, on this particular season to, to start this particular season yeah i don't know I, I, from what i'm reading they don't like algier as much as we think um they're not going to give him the keys to the thing and arthur smith likes to have multiple running backs involved so they, they could bring i just don't think demont's going to atlanta i think atlanta has so many other yes I, other I other things they need to deal with other than getting a fat running back on their roster all right, so we are coming back. Um, DeMont is still available cool. because he's fat. Bryce Young. You said Bryce Young? I said Bryce Young. Do you want to grab another quarterback in the 11th round? Either are We either do, we either grab Bryce Young here or we wait and we try and hope that we can get Stroud. But we need a, one of those rookie quarterbacks, in my opinion. Okay. You comp compliment the spike weeks with Hurts. You complement the spike week with Hertz with someone who can both run and throw for, you know, and put up the 20, 25 points. All right. I will allow Bryce Young. It's not that, the way that I would have built this team, but I am, I'm fine with the, it'll be unique for me. So I am fine with it. This is where we only grab two quarterbacks and oh, yes. everything else. Yeah. We, we're not even considering other quarterbacks at this point now. Because I, I thought we could go one quarterback, to be honest with you, if we really wanted to. Ooh. Like, if we got locked out, I was fine with just going Hurts, personally. I, um, I don't I don't hate it. In, in these types of contests, I am pigeonholing myself a tiny bit by making sure I have at least two quarterbacks. I just, just think because it's so early. I think when we're grabbing those first three quarterbacks, that's when I'm okay to go with the single QB because of the capital you're putting in so that I can fire more shots at other positions. Do Let's look at what we got at running back. Oops, sorry. We're seeing Kareem Hunt, Sean Tucker, Antonio Gibson. Gibson's Doc a free agent. That's interesting. I like Hunt because Hunt's been rumored to Denver. Mm -hmm. uh, I also like Sean Tucker. Man runs fast. 
All right. Do we want to take a shot on Sean Tucker here? Yeah. I'm, I don't, cool I'm not sure what my Sean Tucker percentage is. Mm-hmm. It's pretty low right now. So we'll do that. We'll grab him. I think he ran like a 4 3, if I'm not mistaken. Not that any of that actually matters, but. Yep. Uh, so Devin says, ironically, I was high on Jacobs last year, but I don't see myself grabbing a ton of him this year. Hard to see him replicating that again. I don't know why. Well, the offense is going to be completely different. You don't know who's going to be playing quarterback there. They're probably drafting a rookie. They may rely on him a bit, but I don't see him replicating his output last year either. I did like Jacobs last year. I was on Jacobs because of the value. He's not the value this year. So it's harder to draft him this year because you're not getting him in the, what were we getting him? Eighth round last year, generally? Seventh, think, eighth round? I think he was in the eight, eight ninth. Yeah. Um, he was ba- he was like the end of the dead zone. Yeah. So he was like almost theoretically a free pick for that, for that area. And he's not again this year. So, and by all consideration, He's a year older, which doesn't always matter. I know we like to make fun of age and stuff, but the offense is going to be worse. I can't imagine the offense being better. We could the be pleasantly surprised. I, because I, they're not getting Rodgers. Like I'm, I'm pretty dead set they're not getting Rodgers. Same. Not, not that I think Rodgers is even that much better than Derek Carr these days. Like he might be play wise, but like fantasy wise, no. Um. Uh, and then. You know they're going to be moving probably to a rookie quarterback because I don't think they're giving the keys to Jarrett Stidham. Yeah, or they're going to start off Stidham with a very very short lease to yeah. to to get to the rookie, is what I would say. Uh, Sacrilegious has heavy bags on Sean Tucker, Raiders C.J. Stroud for the memes from Devin Davis. So. <laughs> this is a funny one. Kobe Short says, I'm drafting Josh Jacobs because I fully faded him when his hamstring was reported to be hanging on by a thread. Then he went out and scored 50. Yeah, tough day in DFS for a lot of people that week. Richardson in the 13th is... Re- he's, getting he's getting shot crazy. up the board. I think, I think I am going to like... I might have him on a team or two here or there right now. I think going forward, I'm probably going to have zero Anthony Richardson. He's just getting I, hyped, hyped up the board too much. And I don't think he plays year one. I don't think he does either. People are forgetting, like, they're literally projecting him as a project to sit for an entire year. Yeah. There's still a chance he goes five to Seattle, and Seattle can get out of Geno's contract after one year. Like, he's a bridge quarterback. Yep. All right. So we are on the clock. We see Romeo Dubs, Alec Pierce, Chase Claypool. Curtis Samuel. Didn't, didn't we grab Mooney though? We did grab Mooney, yes. So I don't want Claypool. Yep, I agree. I, I like Pierce. Dubs is. I don't, I don't know if I like Dubs here. I think I like Pierce a little over Dubs. You scroll down a little bit. Yes. I like Shark, but I like Shark because we might be able to wait. Agent. MVS um, is also very interesting to me. I like MVS again this year too. I think he, a year in the system with Mahomes, I don't think he's going anywhere. I know, like, people are thinking they're going to overhaul this entire wide receiver corps. My question is how? How do you, re, how do you rework the entire wide receiver? 
how do you rework the entire wide receiver room? That is a Sally sold seashells down by the seashore line right now <laughs> for some reason. Um, you got to keep, you got to bring some of those guys back. Obviously they're bringing back Tony. They're bringing back sky more. I think you bring back MVS and you try to add somebody, whether through the draft or relatively cheap through trading. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've seen that MVS is technically a cut candidate because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a lot of debt money, but they're already hurting for weapons. Like yeah. why not just pay them in? Like, He's not going to be like expensive relative to the market. Like, like I just, I think he, he got less money than what Jacoby Myers is going to get. Yeah. All right. So chart, you want to go with MVS? Yeah, let's go MVS. You want to have some fun? Yeah. I mean, you know, we both were heavy on MVS this year. So for the brand, <laughs> well, we'll take MVS. I mean, I do think I like Chark a little more just because once you get down to this range, I like that Chark. I mean, MVS is kind of the same deal. I yeah. like that Chark skill set down here where it's like, I don't need him to score for me every week. I'm looking for him to get on the board three to four weeks and maybe light it up once in the playoffs, yeah. right? That's what we're looking for in the 14th round. So, I mean, yeah, bo- both similar skill sets. Um, Chark definitely comes with more injury risk. Mm-hmm. Not that that really matters. Right. Um, the, the best thing about Chark going right now is the uncertainty of like how many offenses he could fit in. Um, but I, I don't think he, he's going to get a lot more money than I expect, right? He's going to get up there to like 16 mil a year. I, I, I fully believe that. I just don't know who's going to have the cap space to actually sign him. I don't know if I don't disagree with this take that Gino's contract, uh, to me told me that seattle doesn't think richardson will be there at five and they aren't willing to pay what it would take to move up i think it was a relatively team-friendly deal that if they do still draft richardson i think it's perfect for them to draft richardson at five honestly because like we said we think he's a project quarterback this allows them to have geno smith for two years i mean i know it's a three-year deal but i think they can get out on the third year i didn't fully look into the the contract they, but it's not I a lot of money after one year yeah they get out after one it's year. front loaded like crazy from yeah. what i saw so they could get out whenever they want to after the first year he's still getting paid but it works out for both sides to a degree so yeah. and to think like there he's saying he doesn't think richardson will be there i mean it's totally possible that someone else trades up into the top three. Like they basically have to, I don't think Indy is going to take Richardson. I don't think Houston's going to take Richardson. Mm-hmm. They're going to go. I, I fully think they're going Stroud. Stroud goes one. Uh, Bryce goes two. Like I fully believe that. And then it's the D lineman. So unless someone gets infatuated and thinks they can really fix him, mm-hmm. like, somehow Atlanta trades up into the top five to take Richardson as their project quarterback. I just don't, I don't, I don't really see it happening. I know, I know the report is that Atlanta is now out on Lamar Jackson, but if you're trading up all that capital, Lamar's still young. Wouldn't you exactly. rather trade for Lamar than you would like, cause you're getting a proven asset there. I, I don't know. That's just me. I guess I would rather trade for Lamar than, any of the quarterbacks that are in this particular draft personally. All right. So we are back on the clock in at least 16 seconds. I see a guy that I like. I see a guy I like. Is it Tyquan Thornton? 
It is not. I was going to say Roshan Johnson. All right. Well, we can do another running back, I suppose. <laughs> I do. I do like Taekwon. He is. He did start to flash towards the end of the year. Uh, we think that he is going to be a big part of the Patriots offense. They do bring back Bill O'Brien, all points that I've said on this show before. I do like getting him this late. I think he is going to jump up draft boards throughout the year and not, not to like crazy levels, but I, he's not going to be a 15th round pick. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that and think he's, uh, he's, de- I don't know if he's severely underpriced. Like I think he's going in the right round. Like he's a spike week player. I don't, I don't, I don't see him being a consistent scorer for you, um, but they are going to use they are going to stretch the uh, stretch the field and kind of throw the ball a little bit farther downfield, which is nice. Uh, there's a point in here that we have hit on on past shows with me and buying for. I'll bring it up and then we can talk about it after we draft. Devin is asking if he is the only one who's been skipping elite quarterback builds and going straight to Danny Dimes later on. We can hit on this in a second if you want to talk about it. I've talked about this ad nauseum for the past few weeks. So let's get our draft pick out. We're on the clock right now. Is there anything standing out to you here? That you... Sticky's interesting and Jawan Johnson, both free agent tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, the running back, or I'm not really looking at running back right now. Wide receiver is kind of meh. So I'd be looking at one of them. Um, I... I like Gesicki because I just think that being a free agent, he could go sign a one-year deal somewhere. And it could be somewhere we talk about Cincinnati being up against the cap. But Cincinnati is going to be going for it this year. And if you get a guy like Gesicki as your other tight end, I would really like a landing spot like that. I mean, there's others as well. You could see him go to the Chargers. Like There's spots for Gesicki to go be – really productive this season and the position sucks. So I don't mind getting Kiseki. Yeah. I would love him in LA with mm-hmm. Kellen Moore. Cause you'd get that Dalton Schultz types receivers type season. Yeah. Um, Hurst is a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. He so is, yeah. Kiseki would then move into that receiving type role. I know he's not a great blocker, but um, they can probably use uh, what's that guy. Mitchell Wilcox, just as a yep. block tight end, bring Kiseki in in passing situations. Yeah. Um, then I will go back to elite quarterback bills. No, I am definitely not doing many elite quarterback bills. I think they are severely overpriced. Um, I typically don't even start thinking about quarterback until Trevor Lawrence, which I know you said you hate. Um, I just hate the val- Like I hate where he's going. I But I think he's the last of that elite group, and he's cheap enough where I can stomach the cost. Mm. See, I'm looking at this from a different light where – we're talking about that elite tier, and if you're putting him in that elite tier, it's a two-round difference. I understand that the talent in the second round is different than the talent in the fourth round. But if I'm grabbing an elite quarterback and I'm investing capital, I'm taking the guys that can consistently put up a 40-point game for me or are more likely to, and that is Allen Hurts, Mahomes. See, but he, the thing is, I think he can. Like, he, he is not run-averse. He runs the football. He's not afraid to run around the goal line. Mm-hmm. Um, he's lanky as hell and can throw for three, four touchdowns every single week. Like he's, he's going to consistently average over 25, 20, 25 points a game. And he has the 40 point bombs. Yeah. I just, I'm just, if I'm building that way, I prefer those three. I understand it. Like I'm not, I just think that the problem is some of these guys got the entire quarterback bubbled up 
Yeah. And I think some of them bubbled up a little too far. And your point is you think it's the elite guys in the second round. I think it's the next tier mm-hmm. of elite that have bubbled up too far. So when I'm looking at that, I'm just going to, and I'm not doing it all the time. I am waiting on quarterback quite a bit a lot on these drafts, but when I'm grabbing a lead, I'm usually grabbing one of those, those three for me gotcha. personally. Oh, <coughs> speaking Sorry. of disgusting, uh, we have Allen Robinson at the top of the board who has been granted permission to seek a trade, which will never happen. Just sad. Cause I was actually in on Robinson this year. <laughs> uh, I, I was in on Robinson last year. Well, no, two years ago. Sorry. And I got burned pretty bad. Anyone standing out to you here? No, nah, scroll down. <laughs> uh, no fans. Interesting. Um, I don't. I don't know. This is this is where it gets tough. Yeah. This is probably our last tight end, and then we can click and just look at running backs and wide receivers from here on out. I wouldn't have hated Bellinger here as a as a third tight end. We do get the Daniel Jones news that he's back. We. I mean, I expected him to be back. I never thought he wasn't going to be back. You get Saquon back. Bellinger, nothing, nothing flashy last year, but he's a starting NFL tight end who did actually catch the ball here and there. He almost lost an eyeball. That was fun. We were all excited about that. That's what I want to see is any given Sunday situation where a guy's eyeball pops out on the field. But uh, yeah, I feel like you didn't get that reference. Have you not seen any given Sunday? Uh, I have seen the game on Sunday. Any given Sunday, the movie? Oh, no, I have not seen that movie. No. Yeah, I didn't think you got that reference. No. Uh, somebody's eyeball pops off in that movie, and it's disgusting. Oh. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's that happened. Um, to Kobe's comment, why is Zay Jones above J- Josh Palmer? Um, Josh Palmer sucks and <laughs> is not very good. We saw he, he basically couldn't fulfill uh, their wide receiver. They couldn't He couldn't fill the role of their wide receiver, too. Um, when basically Mike Williams and Keenan Allen were hurt all year. Um, I expect them to try to do something to bring somebody else in. Um, and Zay Jones was actually pretty freaking good. Like he's <laughs> PFF, one of the better wide receivers in the league. So that that is why he goes above. And that, that offense is going to be freaking sweet. So. Um, what are you looking <laughs> at here? Kenny McIntosh is interesting. Um, I... I don't know if I can do the CH thing again. Well, I just don't know where he's going to end up and what his role is going to be. I think he's just a gigantic. I think he's as much of a wild card as the rookies are right now. So that's why I'm like, eh, I'll take some shots on him here and there. I don't love any of the wide out. Oh, you know what? I do see one that I should have grabbed, but we should have grabbed probably Richie James here, to be perfectly honest. We should have grabbed Darius Slayton. Richie James is not going to be very involved in the Giants. You don't think so? No, I don't. I, I don't, do not think so. Um, Van Jefferson's kind of interesting, as gross as that sounds, especially with the news that they might move on from Aaron. Mm, that's a good point. I was I just overlooked him for some reason. That probably was the play. Um, can you just go on wide receivers? We can scroll and look a little bit. Yeah. This is where it gets tough. It's real, real gross here. Nathan Dell's interesting after the draft. I've been gra- <laughs> I'm is, gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. This one's hard. <laughs> yeah, isn't Matt Collins a a free agent right now? Uh, he could be. Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure Matt Collins is a free agent, so I'm kind of interested in a guy like that. Not that I love Matt Collins, but he could end up somewhere that's looking for a wide receiver. 
I don't know. Don't hate that. Um, no, I do not think DeAndre Carter is better than Palmer. I just don't think any, either is is good at all. Yeah, well, that's the thing with the Keenan Allen stuff where they're like, he might not be back. Like, okay, well, who replaces that production? Where do they go to get it? I, I don't know. I, I just I think that the Chargers are in tough spots this year for yeah. what they're going to do with that offense. Matt Collins. Collins is a free agent. Yeah, so I find Matt Collins a little interesting from the respect that he's a free agent. He showed that he can play football is what I will say. So he's like a guy that I don't mind taking a stab late in drafts. I do like Van Jefferson. We'll star off Darius Slayton. Robert Woods is 137 years old, so he's like Robert Forrest now. I'm definitely out on Robert Woods. I, yeah, me too. I, I think he retire. <laughs> he doesn't even need to retire, but he's just the type of guy that I don't like for fantasy. Like in terms of he's, yes. you know, he's that Jarvis Landry type where he can go on a team and he can be serviceable. He's never going to give you like a quote unquote spike week that you're looking for. In my opinion, you're going to be real. You're really looking for him to catch two touchdowns like at some point, which I just don't think he's going to do at a high percentage. You want to do Van Jefferson here? Yes. I'm down for Van um, Jefferson. Here, I'm going to put who else I'm very slightly interested in here. All right. The second one might make you puke. <laughs> I mean, is he alive? <laughs> he is. I, I mean, I saw him get absolutely folded into a million pieces 13 times last year towards the end of the season. I I was scared for that man's life at one point. He did go he did go on a stretcher, but dude, I don't think I can do that first one though. <laughs> He's a free I, agent, so I I uh, Maybe, maybe for LOLs we can do it. It is the twentieth pick. I guess we can do some some of that, especially if he's a free agent. Maybe he lands since the position is so scarce in free agency. I'm excited for free agency Monday. I am. I am very excited to see what the hell happens. Um, to Al's point, yes, I definitely have some in very unique views. I'm trying to get a little bit different in this contest. Um, I will probably be more in line when BBM comes out uh, but it is the off season so trying to get different um the two people we were talking about were Devontae parker and russell gage which don't both are- fucking say we we weren't talking about <laughs> nothing i'm i'm allowing you as as a courtesy you can pick either Devontae I, parker I, or I, prefer, I prefer russell gage um, i i did say that we were drafting the best team on march 7th and you were really making that hard by picking between russell gage and Devontae parker <laughs> I, I don't know if I I don't know. It's, it's when, when this when this team thinks a hundred K, I want I want seventy-five percent of it. This this is probably my lowest projected team, but that doesn't matter. We don't care about projections. <laughs> I don't care about projections at all. I'm we don't care think, about projections. I'm trying to think of a you know uh, I'm not truly rookie crazed like everybody else. I'm trying to stay away from most of the rookies outside of the rookie running backs just because they can go into some pretty good roles. Yeah, uh, the thing on Russell Gage, they gave him a pretty damn big contract, mm-hmm. right? 
they're running into cap issues. I know that they're probably rolling out Kyle Trask, which is not good, but there's rumors that Godwin and or Mike Evans is available, which means Russell Gage is going to play close to 100% of snaps. Yeah. When you're getting 100% of snaps, you're worth the 20th round pick. <laughs> okay, fair. You've convinced me for one team to draft Russell Gage. Remember when he was going in the sixth round, you dummies? <laughs> I did not take six. You remember round when you guys were doing six round Russell Gage last year? You psychopaths. And now he's in the 20th. All right. Let's see what we have here. Let's go with our team. We'll view the full draft here and see what we did. So in the first round, we went with AJ Brown, followed by stacking him with Jalen Hurts. We got Amari Cooper, Mike Williams. DeAndre Swift, Dallas Goddard, Kadarius Tony, Rashad White, Darnell Mooney, Brian Robinson, Bryce Young, Sean Tucker, Alec Pierce, MVS, Roshan Johnson, Mike Gusecki, Noah Fant, Kenny McIntosh, Van Jefferson, and Mr. Irrelevant for us it was Russell Gage because Silas likes wide receivers that are constantly on life support. And we also learned that he is all a chubby chaser as well. So what this was a stellar draft for you, Silas. We're all excited about, <laughs> about your takes that you you like fat running backs, you like dead wide receivers. They score a lot of fantasy points in whatever fantasy world you're living in. Hey, there. if we're being honest, I mean, I want a decent amount of money, so people got to start listening to me, right? Like that that's how this works. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's you, true. You just got to start drafting fat guys and don't draft rookies. And you know, and, and all the dead people. I usually talk about dead people on my other show. So it's fun to talk about them on a Spike Week show as well, uh, which is Hometown Ghost Stories. You can catch us live tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Please go over there and subscribe. Anyways, let's see. Do we want to roast anybody? Eight spot is the winner is what G-Strat is saying, who is also the person I drafted from. <laughs> From the eight spot, he went with Steph Diggs, Garrett Wilson, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, Terry McLaurin, Jamison Williams, Cam Akers, Joe Mixon, Jared Goff, Kenneth Gainwell, Aaron Rodgers, Isaiah Hodgins, Donta Foreman, Michael Mayer, Nico Collins, Khalil Shakur, Pierre Strong, Rasheed Rice, Tyler Conklin, Jake Ferguson. I don't think he drafted someone for the last like 10 rounds that was going to add a single point to his team. So I like Gainwell. But well, yeah, once you get to Hodgins on, there is a chance that this entire. <laughs> of them do anything. That they do absolutely garbage. So yeah, real solid team through 11 <laughs> rounds there. Yeah, you know, draft drafting a, a, a premium on Jameson Williams, who, you know, we only saw catch what five passes this last year. Yeah. That, that's pretty good. At least our fat and dead guys are going to score points, is what I will say. Exactly. They're going to be on the field rolling around or just like, you know, levitating or something, but they'll be on the field. Air yards matter. Okay. They, they do. All right. So I think that is going to do it for us. Do you have any closing points, especially with all the news that's breaking today? Anything you wanted to hit on that we did not hit on? Ooh. The sake the sake one franchise tag is the big one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I'm really int- or really excited for the Giants and and how they're going to take on free agency in the draft. Yeah. Um, big loser today is Lamar Jackson. Um, there's not going to be that many teams involved. 
we'll see if he returns in 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 Baltimore. Um, but right now, be be very weary of that situation. Um, other than that, I mean, nothing really crazy. the The Geno situation is interesting, but I still think they are in the prime position to take Anthony Richardson. I think that they just put themselves in the best spot to build for the future, where they can have a guy that can run the offense now. Uh, as well as draft a guy still and not be upset about it. Like they are, they middled it. Not that I usually like middling it, but if you are going to middle it, this is the way to do it. The quarterback's on a decent enough contract that it doesn't kill them, especially where it's front loaded. So if you're going to do it, do it like the Seahawks did it. Uh, As far as Saquon, I think you're just going to see this trend going forward where running backs are in a franchise because they know that their shelf life is so low that just squeezing out that extra year on like a slightly expensive deal, but still friendly enough that you're not committed long-term is going to be the play going forward. You're seeing it with Josh Jacobs as well. You're going to see that in the future a lot with that franchise tag and running backs. We see Aaron Rodgers probably going to go to the jets. Something that, you know, I thought, I personally thought it was going to happen all along. It just makes sense to touch on your point about like, you didn't think he was too much better than Carr. I understand. But I think the, I think that that was the style for green Bay, the way they were trying to win games more so than anything mm-hmm. where they were draining the clock down to one second mm-hmm. running the ball. There's a chance that they open it up a little bit in the jets, but to your point, that defense is so good he could just bring that philosophy over with him and that could not, it could make it so that what we're thinking could happen over there. doesn't happen over there. I don't think he's going back to 6,000 yards, 59, 60 touchdown Aaron Rodgers, yeah. but I do think that he could be relatively fantasy useful in that background. Right. Yeah, it, it, the problem is he's not Jared Goff, where that team's defense was bad enough that they were in shootouts constantly. Yeah, so Garrett where... Wilson's price might get crazy, um, but keep an eye out on Elijah Moore. I think he's going to be the real winner here. Yeah, of all the pieces, the Elijah Moore one, because Garrett Wilson, I had a feeling Garrett Wilson was going to rise up the draft board. We we talked about this a few months ago. I just didn't expect him to be in the second round already. Like yeah. that is what I find to be absolutely. Crazy, but then you got to think about it. The sharps are drafting right now, right? It is a lot of sharps. And this there one other point I want to push back on, and I'll talk about this more later. But people are talking about how the quarterback market is going to scale down once we start drafting heavier. If the sharps are the ones that are allowing second round Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, when you start to get the casuals in and they just want to get those guys because they like the quarterback position, don't be shocked if you see some of these guys get pushed up a little more instead of getting slid down. I'm just saying, like, I'm not I'm not going to be shocked either way that it goes. You start getting your June, July, August drafters in. If they're seeing second round, they're just going to click the button. That's we, true. We've seen it time and time again. It's like, oh, I just I want the best quarterback in the league. Give me Mahomes. I want the best fantasy quarterback in the league. Give me Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. You might see him get pushed up, and then that causes other people to panic. Yep. We prey on people panicking. So we, we've we seen it in the past. We talk about it time and time again. So I think that those takes – got to remember who's drafting now and that mm-hmm. we are the ones that set the market. 
And then that market gets reset when the casuals come in, in July, August, September. So um, that's all I have for today. We will get more in depth on some of these points in the future. Next week is going to be a big week of free agency. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, nope. I think you, you summed it up pretty well. All right, everybody. We will talk to you later. You'll see me back here Thursday, most likely with Eric Bime for if he's not scared to lose in debates to me again. All right. Peace.